Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. Today, I'm going to be in the Supernatural series, looking at part one of what may be a one to three part discussion that I simply have titled UFOs and Aliens Skies. So for the last couple of weeks, the Lord has been laying it on my heart to go back to the Supernatural series. But then before I could do that, he will always raise a different type of prophecy. And those are the prophecies that I have been making on the blog. Nevertheless, I have this treasure trove of information that God has been showing me since I would say 2014. So since about 2014, thereabouts up to present day, God has given me a very wide range of prophetic words, prophetic dreams, prophetic revelations, and central to those dreams, visions, revelations has been this thing that most of us, all of us are familiar with, which is the sky. So let me start by saying that the information in this prophecy, I have had this information for quite a length of time. However, it is now that the Lord is moving me to reveal this information. And I will say that whenever it's stuff that I've had for a long time, and then the Lord begins to say, it's time to talk about this, it's time to reveal it. That means that the time is coming close when the relevance of what is being prophesied will soon be seen by all. Prophecy is the part of our faith where God chooses someone and entrusts that person with his specific words. And then he says to that messenger, go ahead of me, go ahead of me and announce these things. And what the Lord was saying to me today is that I have given you these truths to confirm my word. So the things I'm going to be talking about are in the scripture. And I received quite a few, um, scriptures from the Lord that is part of this prophecy, but let us begin. UFOs and aliens, skies, part one. The banner scripture is this. Jesus said to him, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. John chapter four and verse 48. So the sky is not what we think. There's a lot that happens up there besides what we can see with our naked eyes, weather, clouds, and things like that. But the Lord has shown me in many dreams that the sky is a multi-dimensional thing that has life in it and also has life behind it. And that's what I'm going to be talking about in this prophecy. So some dreams that the Lord gives me will focus on the sky directly. Actually, the sky will play a central role in that particular dream. But I've also, through the teaching of the Holy Spirit, have learned how to understand the significance of the sky, even when the sky is not the main focus in the dream. It's not always that the Lord has shown me immediately the meaning of everything that I see in dreams. But as time progresses, God always gives me these missing pieces as we get closer to the revelation of these things where they will come to common knowledge of everyone, usually the breaking down of long-standing structures, belief systems, and lies that we have been taught all our lives, when it comes time for these things to be broken down, this is when the Lord begins to push me out in front and say, go ahead of me and reveal these things so that they can know. So the first thing I'm going to talk about today is the fact that the sky is a dome. 
The sky is a dome. It is a curvy dome-like structure that's made of a very hard material that human beings cannot break. I don't know why the Lord put it that way, but I think he wants it to be understood because for all we know, people may be working somewhere to try and break this dome, but no matter what they do, they will never be able to break this dome because the Lord says that the substance that makes up this dome that we also know as the firmament from Genesis chapter one cannot be cracked by man. The Lord also said that long ago, the devil was successful in deceiving the whole world into thinking that he is free of the confines of this dome. In other words, Satan has, through coming up with alternate truths, led this world to believe, God said, that he's free to travel the galaxies and free to travel the solar systems and whatever. But from what I have seen and understood from the Lord, there is a cap on top of this world, which makes Satan as much a prisoner underneath this dome as we are. And the fallen angels are extremely angry because nothing they have ever been able to do allows them to escape the prison of the dome. They cannot get out of the overall dome. That's the first thing. But then they also cannot get into the part of the dome where we are. So they are under this dome as we are, but then there is some kind of separation between where they are and where we are, and they cannot penetrate into the part that we are for now. This is only the keeping power of the Lord. Unfortunately, it is not going to stay like that forever. For instance, in this dream that I've put here, please make sure in this prophecy, go back to the blog, there are at least six confirming prophetic words in this one message, each one pointing to an aspect of the sky that the Lord has revealed over the years. I only put one, one example for each part because I think that's more than enough. As you read the blog, you'll always come across two, three, four, five, six, even 10 witnesses for one thing. So in this dream, the silver mist, I saw that there will come a time when the evil that lives, I would say outside our section of the dome is going to be able to crack the sky. So in that dream, I saw that the sky was a curvy bell. And when this disembodied evil was coming through, it didn't have a body, the sky cracked. So it literally cracked along a shatter line and then it began to tear itself open, just like fresh bread. When you tear fresh bread open, the sky began to open along a shatter line that ran, please watch my hand from the back near the end of the dome, all the way across the sky to the front. So if I do it that way, the dome ran this way and the sky cracked along the topmost curvature of the dome. And then a evil mist type of water thing began to come into the world. So this firmament cannot be cracked by man. And at the end of time, it will be cracked by evil things that will then come in. The earth is locked up into dimensions and there are clear separations between the worlds and nobody is going anywhere until the day that the Lord himself, himself opens the sky. However, God is not the only one with the power to open the sky. And as time allows, I will speak more on that at the end. All the stars of heaven will be dissolved. 
The skies will be rolled up like a scroll, and all their stars will fall like withered leaves from the vine, like foliage from the fig tree. This is Isaiah 34 in verse 4. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. So before I forget, I'm just going to speak about the places um, that are in the sky. When it says um, mountains, islands are moved out of their places, this tells us that here on the earth, God has placed the land masses in such a way that each of them has a certain position. Another thing is that it says stars will be shaken from heaven. So there's this common conception that the earth is moving, moving and going somewhere, moving at certain amazing miles per hour and everything. I just want you to understand that as we go, as we go through this prophecy, the revelations of the Lord to me, it is that actually it is the heavenly bodies which are moving. So the earth is not doing anything. It is the heavenly bodies who actually have courses and they move in their courses and as i saw in one very beautiful vision that the lord gave me these heavenly bodies such as the sun the moon the stars have been moving for so long that they have actually worn grooves into the heaven i wish i could if this is let's say that this flat thing was the heaven just just bear with me if this is the heaven the sun has a course and the sun has been going around its course for so long that the sun has actually worn a groove into place. The moon has worn a groove into place and the stars that are allowed to move have also worn a groove into place because they have moved around so long that they have left marks there exactly the way the needle of a record player. If you keep playing your favorite song over and over again, it eventually eats into the plastic. That is what it looks like. And so this curvy dome extends from a high central point and then goes downward in all directions in equal proportions. It looks exactly like these silver serving platters that we put over Thanksgiving turkey. When you want to keep the turkey hot or you want to keep food hot, you cover it with um, a serving dish and then you cover it with this dome-like cover. And that is what this dome is. It's impenetrable, but because it is made of an absolutely clear substance, the sky is able to change color, meaning, I don't know, whatever space is there under underneath, whatever is underneath. It changes color depending on light when the sun is there, absence of light when the sun is not there, that's how we get night, and refraction of light. That's how we get these amazing colors and sunsets that you see. It is a highly reflective glass substance that can also dissolve away in a strange fashion by itself. And this does not affect the strength or the integrity of the actual dome at all. So at all times, as I'm describing these things, please keep in mind that this dome is curved, stays curved, and nothing happens to the glass thing itself. But then within it at the same time the sky whatever we know perhaps it is it is it is just dimensions that is the only way that i can put it i cannot find any other way to describe what i have seen it is just dimensions sort of like here is the curve but then underneath are 
layers, a layer here, a layer here, a layer here, and these layers can be moved back to reveal other things underneath this dome. So that's one aspect. Another aspect is that this dome extends around the rim of the world. These are the Lord's words. Please listen and understand what is being said. This world has a rim. For something to have a rim, its shape is like a plate. A ball does not have a rim because a ball does not have an edge. The earth has a rim. It has an edge. The dome descends and covers this rim from edge to edge, meaning that all around it, from a central high point, the dome covers the rim of the world and it extends all the way around in perfect symmetry. It is not higher here and lower on this side. It is not higher here and lower on this side. It is a perfect circular cover, meaning that from whatever side you look, the dome is highest in the middle and then curved away to all sides at equal points. The next thing is that the world looks like what I can only describe as a pizza divided into sections. So when you're looking at it from the top, it looks like a pizza that has been divided into sections. I will not say how many sections. And on every side of the section, there is writing on the edge. So if you can imagine a pizza lying on a plate that is divided into sections, at every curve that would be the crust, there is writing there when you look at it from above. So the writing can only be seen from God's perspective. And the writing is such that it's not English, so of course I don't really know what it's saying or what the writing is for, but the writing is there and the writing is for God's understanding because he put it there. He is the only person who reads it and knows what it's for. Understand, and I give God glory, that all knowledge belongs to God. But as I said, when things are coming near their fullness, this is when the Lord will tell me to speak of them. And so the things that I publish on the Master's Voice are for public record only if and when the Lord tells me to speak. May his name be glorified. The second thing about the sky is that the sky is being used as a clock. We can find this in Genesis chapter one, verses 14 and 15. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to distinguish between night and day and let them be for signs and seasons and to mark days and years and let them serve as lights in the expanse of the sky to shine upon the earth. And it was so. This is Genesis 1, 14 and 15. And so when we see the sky, we, we, look at, um, we look at weather phenomenon in the sky. Sometimes we see eclipses. In recent years, I think since 2014, we've been having quite a lot of what people call blood moons. The moon has been going into full lunar eclipse, and at that time, it looks very red and bloody, very uncharacteristic. All of these are signs that the Lord has put in the heavens to alert the people of this, this world that we are coming to a point where our time of dominion as human beings is about to be shut down completely. And we are about to move into a new era and experience of life where the supernatural will no longer be hidden from people's eyes. The supernatural will be completely visible to men, women, and children, whether 
they are brave enough to handle the revelation of the supernatural or not. I try to warn people on this channel all the time that it doesn't matter if you are pre prepared, unprepared, whether you believe the things I say or you mock and scoff and throw them away. When the end times reach a point where it is no longer possible to hide where we are on God's prophetic clock, things will begin to follow the natural order that you can find in the book of Revelation, the book of Matthew chapter 24, the book of Mark 13. Things will follow the God-ordained order, whether you are ready for them or not, whether you are Christian, Hindu, Baha'i, Muslim, it does not matter if your faith has not prepared you for the things to come. The Bible is the only book that carries comprehensive truth about the end times, and I am sent by the Lord to let people know that ready or not, these times are coming, and so the wise person will listen and begin to unravel any and all confusion that still exists in their heart and mind and begin to prepare themselves to line up with the truth of God's word. word. And so the sky will not only keep showing daylight, dinner time, daylight, dinner time, rain, snow, and hail. It's going to become a warning of the times that are approaching. And so many times in the dream, I see two types of sky. I will see a dream where something very horrible is about to happen, but the sky is nice and blue. And so looking at the natural sky, the people in the dream have no warning of the things that are about to happen. But because the Lord always shows me what I call the end time sky, it is usually very dark. It is usually black or deep, deep gray. It usually has these huge, tall, stacked, thunderous looking um, thunderhead clouds. There can be sometimes thunder or, you know, little lightning in the background. I always see two types of sky when horrible things are about to happen in the dream, but most of the people, if not all of them are not aware. They only see the sunny sky. And so that sky, this end time sky is a warning from the Lord. And there is a verse in Amos chapter eight and verse nine, and it shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord God, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon and I will darken the earth in a clear day. So there is a dream that I had and the title of the dream is Do Not Take the Pill. And in that dream, please, if you haven't seen that video, you can see that video or it's faster to read it on the blog. In that dream, there was a very big soccer match about to take place in the nation of Botswana in Africa. So um, very big soccer match to the point that there were Africans and people who had come from all different nations to see this soccer match. So I do not think it was just a local football game between two local football clubs. And what happened is that some kind of medical pill, basically the harm that causes harm in pill form had been administered to many of the people who were at that match. And those people turned into ravening, savage, murderous machines and began to cause commotion and then began to savage one another so much that they had to be quarantined in another area. And then all of a sudden in that area, those people turned on each other and there was so much blood that it was actually coming on the ground out of the fenced area where they were put. The sky in that dream was bright blue, sunny, clear day. And yet at the same time was this heavy black and ominous sky. The colors of the sky are going to change before the fallen ones get here. 
the sky will begin to show these stunning, unbelievable rainbow colored um, Van Gogh, extreme beautiful painting type colors. Very vivid oranges, reds, indigos, blues, and yellows or golds, especially. The sunsets are going to be so staggeringly beautiful that people are literally going to get into the habit of sunset gazing, gathering in groups and watching them. Another thing that the Lord showed me that will be coming is the Aurora Borealis. I did not write it in this prophecy, but it is one of the prophecies on the master's voice. It is called UFOs and aliens counterfeits. The Lord says that the Aurora Borealis will move out of it, uh, its appointed places, its appointed times and seasons, and it will start to be seen in parts of the world. It has never been seen before. So the sky will begin to do completely different paranormal, supernatural things. And for the most part, because it will be so beautiful to the eye, many people will not know that the alarm clock is going off to alert us to the coming of the fallen. We will also see cloud covers, cloud cover and clouds that have never been seen before. So one of the things that I saw in the prophecy pyramids, two things, is that when the fallen start coming closer and closer to earth and gathering in their ships, this earth will begin to go through a lot of foggy and dark weather. They will use fog and other types of weather phenomenon to greatly hide themselves. They will also hide in clouds. In the prophecy pyramids, also in the UFO and alien series, I saw that heavy fog rolled into New York City and this fog would not abate but continue to thicken throughout the day until evening when I went outside because I saw a pyramid-shaped black, jet black UFO, extremely huge, that had used the cloud cover to come down so close to earth, please listen, that it was just at the height of the streetlights. We know that streetlights are taller than people, but they are not that tall. So the UFOs will come so close to earth and yet they will be undetectable because they will be using heavy, heavy fog and the cloud layers, different types of clouds to hide in. And so we can expect to see colors in the sky. We can expect to see strange things happening in the sky. There will be UFO sightings. There will be bright lights. There will be strange weather in places that have never experienced certain types of weather. And all of this is associating with the coming of the fallen. Please understand that when these phenomena begin to happen, those who are waiting for these things, and I'm not talking so much about innocent people who don't know much about them. I'm definitely talking about those who serve the satanic agenda, the one world agenda, the rise and building and eventual revelation of the beast system that is coming. They will be extremely happy. They will be extremely excitable. So always understand that one event can be viewed from multiple perspectives. As Christians are watching for these things, we are learning from Christ what it means. But these people are waiting for the coming of their lords because they have been working and serving their God's agenda for centuries. And so, um, 
Verses like 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and 3 that talks about the great falling away and a whole chunk of scripture that you can find in 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 9 to 12 that talks about the coming of a great delusion that will be worked with all deceivable wonders and how those who have no love of truth in them shall perish by the lie. Please understand that biblical language is not flowery. God is, does not use decorative language just for nothing. When he says that people will perish by the lie, it literally means that something is going to enter the daily life of human beings that is, God, that is going to cause people to die. This is not metaphorical death. This is physical after death, actual death, where you are buried or perhaps not buried, depending on the circumstances in which you die. If you get consumed by extraterrestrial life or Nephilims, obviously no one is able to have a funeral for you because no one is coming to ask them for your bones. And so these warnings, if you think about them, the strong delusion has to be something that will completely disrupt the operation of faith in the earth as we know it. Doesn't matter if it's Christianity, Judaism, Islam, it doesn't matter. For the strong delusion to be a delusion that affects all mankind, it has to be a revelation or a reveal or an expose of a type that completely destroys the ability of the human heart to believe in a God anymore. So just think about how the revelation of alternate life forms will affect, for instance, Christianity. A lot of people in this country, it's lip service Christianity at, at best. There are no roots to the faith put down in the hearts of people. And so you start telling those people, look, the, the gods have come back and they've come back to enlighten us and they've come back to align our chakras and open our third eye and, and help us to ascend to a higher level. A lot of people don't have time for Jesus because Jesus is old fashioned. Jesus is consistent. Jesus wants to see results by training us and discipling us as he did when he was here, but people do not have time for that. So obviously a lot of people are going to fall away. People have been waiting to see aliens. They've been waiting for the government to admit to Roswell. And so when these things begin coming out of the sky and you add them to a lifetime of predictive programming from TV and movies and the History Channel and all the, was there life in Atlantis? You cannot be surprised when Apostle Paul is saying that there will be a great falling away from the faith. This is why the Bible says, if possible, even the elect will be deceived. When these creatures come down from the skies and begin performing miracle signs and wonders, as Jesus said in the opening statement, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. And so they're coming and they're going to do many signs and wonders. And of course, people are going to believe them. The next thing is that the sky has dimensions. And I'm going to try and do my best to describe this part as I've seen it. There is another sky behind the sky. In the prophecy, a hole in the sky, there was a big event coming, and I didn't know what it was, but I know that those who knew about it were anxiously waiting for it. And so when it drew near the time, we all went outside, and I was standing there because I told the people I was living with um, at that time, nothing is going to make me miss this event. And so we were outside, and what I saw at first was this huge seven-foot-plus 
angel burning all with fire. So it was literally a column of fire with a man-shaped being all in white in it. And it was standing there with so much imposing grandeur and glory. And of course, everyone was like, oh, wow. Oh, amazing. But I did not want to go near that thing. And so I kept my distance. And as a result, I and very few people were watching when the sky opened. The sky was blue in that dream. And then a diamond I don't, okay. A diamond shaped hole opened in the sky. This diamond opened and it began to get bigger and bigger. And what was inside it was another world, total black. That diamond grew until it was taking up one quarter of the available blue sky. So the sky was blue at the edges three quarters of the sky was blue and there was this massive diamond shaped hole. And I was staring into that hole and thinking, Lord, is this of you? Where has this opening come from? And in that opening was not blue. It was something else. There was another dream that I had. I will not share the full of that dream. I will just say that at one point in the dream, I was seeing the sky outside here in the United States. It would blip and a hole would open, and inside that hole, I saw many, many UFOs coming to Earth. Then it would blip, and the sky would be blue again. And then, blip, the hole would be bigger, and I saw multiple ships in that, in that hole, drawing closer, and I knew that every time it blipped back to reality and blipped back to that other dimension, it was showing the arrival of the fallen in the form that we know as aliens getting closer all the time. And so the reason that this dimension is affected by the other dimensions that the Lord has shown me is primarily for two reasons. One of them is because prophetically the time is coming to join and finish all Bible prophecy. So the time is coming when the words of the Lord must be fulfilled no matter what. But the other reason is because of sin. So what is accelerating the time that will bring judgment and sorrow and pain upon the earth? Judgment of all human beings living. And don't think this judgment is where we will suddenly fly out of our lives and be standing before the Lord to be judged. No, judgments are the punishments coming upon the entire world for sin. The weight of sin has become so crushing, I have said it in multiple videos, that sin affects some kind of multi-dimensional reality that exists all around us. Because people do not live wholly pure lives, especially in countries where there is overflow of sin something that I will just call the veil or the dimension gets thinner and thinner. And in many of the prophecies where I was covering the rise of the Nephilim coming of things like Wolfman and other things that live in the sea, I said that the Lord says it, they are emboldened because of this sin. Sin releases a negative form of energy that I cannot explain. I often see it rising up to heaven, especially from America, like very thick black smoke. It's as if the country is on fire and this thick volcanic black smoke rises up 
into the heavens. That is what sin looks like in the spirit realm. And there's so much of it that comes from this country. And so when that stuff is rising up into the spirit realm, it greatly empowers demonic powers. It greatly empowers spiritual entities. This is why it is going to be so easy for people to get possessed in the last days. Because if you carry on sinning, you will become as thin as a sheet of paper and they will just enter into people like a hand going into a winter glove. And those people will be helpless to get rid of those demons without help. If the Lord God is not your shield, your buckler, your armor, a person can forget it unless you know someone who can do deliverance on you. A person who is possessed in the final days is as good as locked in unless the Lord has mercy on you because the strength, please listen to me, the strength, size, and power of the demonic beings that will be unleashed in the last days. A lot of pastors are just going to say, look, I don't know what's going on. I'm really sorry. Many people, God said, are going to be committed to mental, insti mental institutions. Because even when you take them to the pastor, the pastor will not have that level of prayer and fasting to cast out that thing that has decided to take up residence in people. So I've seen in the dimensions that the sky, not only it can make that whole, but I've seen, especially in early 2014, early 2015, when God first began to show me these things, the sky burns up as if, Someone took a cigarette and put it on a plastic tablecloth. So just the way a cigarette would burn away the tablecloth and make a very big hole, much bigger than the fire of the cigarette. It's exactly how the sky is. The sky burns and peels away and forms portals. And in those portal, portals, original Nephilim are. So do not think they are only in the frozen places and in other places that I described in the prophecy entitled what I saw today. Do not think that that is the only place where they are. The Nephilim exist in the same dimensional places. And I saw them in the heavens like this. And I do not know if they are Nephilim who died and passed away, or if they are just still living, but hidden in those dimensions. Remember that the father of the Nephilim, at least the ones that look like men, their fathers are fallen angels who also live in those dimensions. I've shared in the Nephilim series that the Lord greatly revealed that the fallen angels live in what we call the second heavens, and they greatly interfere with human beings from that realm. They greatly interfere with the affairs of men. There is a prophecy entitled, the fallen ones will return. And God showed in that prophecy when he was speaking about how the fallen ones actually have a very controlling and completely dominating effect when it comes to governments, rulerships, who's going to be president, who's going to be this and that. They have a sweeping influence and many of these leaders, you can shake your head, you can walk away, that's okay. Many of these leaders, interact with them for direct orders how to rule their countries, what policies to put in place. These people are the one dictating even down to granular things like sexual policy, granular things like educational policy, like economic policy. So if you see your country going backward and you can't figure out why the politicians keep 
best choice, good choice, not so bad, bad choice, worst choice. And they keep picking from bad choice and worst choice. It's because they're getting their orders not from you, the citizenry. They're getting them from other places that are telling them how to destroy this world. Because if this world is a workable, happy place, there can be no way for sin energy to rise to such a degree that they become strengthened and empowered. Just understand, if you've ever noticed that your Christianity gets weak, your holiness gets weak when you start to sin, but when you repent and come back to righteousness, you begin to move in more power, well then that's what sin does for them. When righteousness increases, they cannot work. When sin increases, they become greatly empowered. So God is not the only one in the sky. God is not the only one with power to open the sky. The sky is a gate and that gate will be opened multiple times by multiple entities in the last days. So um, I continue and here is a scripture. War broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. That great dragon was cast out. The serpent of old called the devil, Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast with him. And I will just skip down now here to verse 12. Rejoice, O heavens, and you that dwell in them. But woe to the inhabitants of the earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. So many people will read these words and insist that the Bible is talking about the first time that Lucifer sinned and he was cast out of heaven, but that is not what it says here at all. It says that there was a war in heaven and that Michael and his angels were called upon to fight and they prevailed against the dragon. And then it says no place was found for them in heaven any longer. They were cast out, the devil, Satan, the deceiver of the world, to earth. Historically, the word of God never told us that when Lucifer fell, he came and planted his clawed feet upon this earth. This scripture in Revelation chapter 12 is talking about a time to come when the sky will cough out its biggest problem that has been giving the angels of heaven an issue. God is going to issue a final decree that Satan should no longer in any way, shape or form occupy the upper realms. At that time, there will be violent war in the heavens and Satan, the dragon, deceiver, devil, will be cast down exactly as it says here to the earth and his angels cast out with him. In the fallen angel series, I shared many times of how I saw the fallen angels falling to earth like bolts of lightning. I would have open eye visions in the middle of the day while working or doing something else, seeing these mighty bolts of lightning fall to the ground. And when they would fall to the ground, they would stick in the ground with so much strength that they would be going 
And they were, each one of them, whether they fell, sometimes they would become a staff of wood stuck in the earth, or whether they felt as, fell as bolts of lightning. Each one was as big as a young tree. And around the belt, I would say around the tummy of, of the staff or the bolt of lightning, there was an old style leather belt. So people in the old days, they never wore the kind of thick, even belt we have now. The belt used to be just two pieces of string, but in the middle, there would be a round buckle made of leather. And on the buckle, the owner of the belt usually carved names or a seal, or a crest, or initials to show whose belt that was. When I saw these lightning bolts falling in multiple visions, there was a belt wrapped around the waist of each one, and it had strange symbols and writings on it, and that was the name of each angel falling to the earth. So please understand, when the scripture says that heaven must rejoice because finally the accuser of the brethren has been cast down. God is saying that all who inhabit the upper realms, all those who live in God's kingdom that have always had to live with, especially the righteous angels, and deal with the knowledge that below the kingdom of God, there is a separate kingdom that the devil has set up for himself. Heaven rejoices because finally God will send Michael, and his contemporaries to shut down that production factory in the heavens forever. This is when great woe is going to come. Where? The Bible says, woe to inhabitants of earth and sea. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath. And so I'm going to finish this video by discussing... Um, this is already a prophecy on the blog. I just can't remember its name. The Lord gave me a vision where I saw a massive red dragon. And when I say massive, I'm talking about something so great that I cannot possibly describe it in my limited English dimensions. A massive thing that was cast out of heaven and was on its way down to earth. This dragon was falling rapidly through clouds and sky. And he was so enraged because he had no power to stop his fall. He was falling by the direct command of God that propelled him downward with speed through the spiritual atmosphere, natural atmosphere. And I was like a camera falling at eye level with him. And he was turning and turning as he was falling to earth. If the sky was a tree or something that he could have sunk his clouds, his claws into to break his fall, he would have. Another place that I saw is that when the dragon came to earth, and hear me Christians, because you think earth is sinful now, they're doing this to the babies, they're doing this to the children, my sister went missing, you know we've been searching for my brother for 30 years, he went missing when I was 15 and we don't know. All those stories are nothing compared, as much as they are painful and heartbreaking, they are nothing compared to what will enter this earth when Satan physically touches down on the ground the Lord showed me not in a vision. It was what I call a sensory vision where it is as if I'm seeing things, but I'm not seeing anything. All that is happening is I am having the responses 
and emotions as if I am seeing things and speaking out of my mouth what I am seeing without seeing. And what I was seeing is that when Satan came to earth, people ate other people. Wickedness entered this earth that cannot be properly depicted in a video or a movie or in anything. You have not seen anything like that. I saw people tear other people alive. I didn't say zombies or reanime or that the Wendigo did it. Normal physical people became filled with so much spiritual darkness, so much wickedness that they tore living people apart. It was horrendous. Sin was magnified on this physical earth to a point that it was just inconceivable and I was crying for God in that vision and saying to him, how long, how long before you come? How long? Because almost everyone is being taken away. So this is what I have seen of the sky over time, that the sky is a dome. It is a curvature over a pizza-like structure that is divided into equal sections that has a rim with writing on the rim that is proprietary to the Lord. Only the Lord knows what he has written around the rim of the world. I have seen that the sky is an alarm clock, that it is being used by the Lord to warm, warn us. I have seen that the sky can open, that it will open and permit egress, travel back and forth between this dimension and other dimensions by things that are not of God whatsoever. I have seen that the sky will change color prior to the coming of these evil ones with different weather phenomena and things like that. I have seen that the sky has multiple dimensions, other realms behind the blue part or the nighttime part that we can see. And so this is the word of the Lord. I confirm that these things are the truth. I bear witness to this message that these things are the truth that the Lord has shown me. I have given at least six prophecies by name in this message that it is your responsibility, should you be interested, to go and look into it yourself. I'm Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. You can subscribe to this channel or you can subscribe to the blog if you are so led. I sometimes share different revelations of the Lord on the community page of this channel, which can only be seen if you are a subscriber, but there's no pressure. Um, these things are prophetic insights and discussions that the Lord lays upon my heart, and I share them there so that people can be aware to the many movie, moving parts of prophecy. Um, thank you to all of you who support me. I bless the Lord for you, and I pray for everyone who is using this blog the only thing that you really need to give to the master's voice is your investment of time for yourself and for your family. So until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.